Hi, I'm Tiffany Van Boxtel, and I'm a vocal coach. I help singers, singer-songwriters, and independent artists give vocal performances that they are proud of with as little as one hour a week of practice and without overpriced voice lessons. I am so excited to share all of the amazing guests, tips, and tricks on this podcast made specifically for singers. So be sure to hit that subscribe button so that you can tune in to a new episode every Tuesday. I'm here with Brianna Arelas, and we are going to be talking about auditioning on reality TV shows like American Idol, The Voice, America's Got Talent, and I'm sure that there are a lot of others, especially if we include the whole world. So Brianna's going to talk all things about that. Thank you so much for being here. How are you doing? What's up, Tiffany? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super stoked to be here. And yeah, we're going to be talking all about reality singing shows and how you can position yourself to have the best shot to either get cast on one. uh, And then even better, when you get cast on one, how you can leverage the platform to build momentum and create, um, you know, energy in your music career. So it's kind of twofold because ultimately we want to show you how to get the attention of these casting directors and producers so that you can, you know, move to the next round. But even more importantly, like once you're there, how can you squeeze the most juice out of it, right? Yes, I love that because I'm sure that a lot of people think that in order to be successful, that they have to be in the top 10 or win or do a good job. And you're here telling them, hey, no, you can do more. You can squeeze the juice. So what does that look like? Absolutely. So. I, you know, I love that you said that, that most people think, you know, oh, I have to win the show to be a success or I have to make it to the top 10, whatever that might be for them. Because I do believe that there's a lot of common myths out there and even just concerns surrounding participation on a reality singing show. You know, there's, let's just quickly, you know, say, you know, there's two types of people that are on these shows. There's what I like to call the novice singer or like the brand new bright eyed, bushy tailed singer who's super excited to just sing and be out there and create an opportunity. And then there's also the seasoned musician who has been gigging for years, who has a career, who, who really doesn't quote unquote need the show, but they're going on there because they recognize that this show could be a good opportunity for them to uh, expand their message, to share their brand, to build, you know, their fan base and to spread their. But what I always say is that the musician and the novice have equal opportunity on these shows because you never know what these casting directors and producers and judges are looking for. So don't think because you don't have an established social media presence or that because you're brand new that you can't compete with all these big dogs because that's not the case if you demonstrate that you're eager and prepared and ready and you've got the talent and you have the personality and you have the look then you have just as great of a shot at getting on this show as anyone else 
So um, yeah, let's, why don't we just dive into a couple of just common myths or misconceptions that people have about reality singing shows and we can wrap about that. Sure. So you actually brought up something really interesting um, that I love to talk about. What if people are saying like, but Brianna, I don't have the personality. I don't know if I have the talent. I don't know if I have the look. Like, what are they looking for? Oh, that's not me. I mean, I can hear all of those like doubts and limiting beliefs like straight off the bat. So I know you have a lot of experience with this. Um, so can you, can you tell us a little bit about how to maybe shift that or begin to overcome that? Absolutely. So starting with the personality, I mean, here's the thing. You could be the most, you know, um, not outgoing, but shy, introverted, right? You know, sometimes there's those introverts, then there's social introverts, then, you know, but let's pretend that you're introverted and it's really awkward for you to show your personality off. Like you might think you're super boring because maybe you're not the charismatic hugger who's like, hey, like the life of the party, you know, whatnot. Just because you're not that over, you know, eager and out there personality doesn't mean that you don't have a place on these shows. And when you, when you just own who you are, because what, when I say your personality, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to have a big personality. It means you need to be engaging and interesting and you can be quite interesting as an introvert and quite interesting just the way you are. These reality shows want you to be authentically you. They don't want, and by the way, how difficult and exhausting would that be to have to put this front up because you're like, oh, I'm going to act this way because I think that that's what they want, right? But if that's not you, that is exhausting. So please don't do that. And by the way, they're going to sniff sniff straight through that anyway. Your personality is what is authentic to you. And it's really important that you allow it to shine. So in other words, we know, we talk about ways that you can get attention. Like when you're at an audition and you're, you know, in front of the casting directors, or let's say you're even in line, let's say that there's camera crews walking by and they're filming, right? You want to even stand out on that. So like, what if you just like stood there and, you know, did a goofy face or you don't have to do that, but that, that's what I would probably do. Or what if you were like, you know, making sure you're engaging with the person next to you so that you're, you know, you get a little bit of screen time or, you know, these are just like really, really tiny things, but inside your audition, you know, really owning that you're there, you can be an introvert or someone who is not as, you know, like I said, doesn't have a boisterous personality and you can walk into that audition room and you can command that stage and you can present a compelling uh, introduction, give them a piece of slice of who you are and really reel them in simply by your confidence. So, you know, when you say, how do I know if I'm confident, how do I get there? Well, you know, the quick answer is, if you are questioning your confidence and if you're questioning if you have what it takes, you need to get with a professional. You need to get with an expert who can really ground you and who can offer some constructive criticism to help you grab that confidence by the horns and, and really own you know, your artist brand and your, and your package, really. 
Yeah, and thank you for reassuring the people who might feel a little bit more introverted. Um, when I work with singers, we talk about, well, we talk about a lot of things, but when it comes to performance, we talk about this um, external, outward versus inward performance. And like there's time and a place for both things. And it can actually be really incredibly interesting when someone goes into themselves and you can see themselves thinking and really like getting into it you just get like sucked in in a completely different way and that in itself can be really interesting especially when your eyes are open and not like closed in your own world because it's okay i think when you're performing and you maybe close your eyes for a moment because you're feeling it or you're getting into it but as a performer and a singer especially on a show like a reality singing show, it's really important that you convey that emotion through your body and through your eyes so that they can feel that because it is very powerful. But in order for us to feel it, we have to see what's happening, you know, and a lot of times it's the eyes that really capture, you know, and it obviously it all works together. It's the body, it's the eyes, it's the you know, the timbre of the voice, it's the way that you're using your, your gift, your talent, uh, and, and how you're allowing, you know, the, basically the use of your voice. Um, so there are so many things, but I would definitely say, you know, when you're walking into that audition or, and let's just quickly talk about today, we're in the middle of uh, COVID. So at the end of the day, there aren't a ton of live cattle call, open call auditions happening right now. And so it's important for you to have something compelling on camera, which is really challenging for people. How do you demonstrate and showcase your personality on camera if you're not used to being on camera? It's super awkward. So you'll have to start practicing because these reality singing shows are not going away. And until a lot of this lifts and is behind us, and who knows when that will be, we have to adapt and now more than ever is a time to be doing a show like this because there aren't a whole lot of performance opportunities so you know you, you don't have to stand in line for hours anymore just submit a video yeah that's that's awesome uh when let's talk a little bit about performance opportunities so what and just opportunity in general for the music career. When we think about a show like this, our thoughts might be limited to like, oh, well, I get to be on TV, or oh, the judges get to hear me sing, or oh, I get to see if I have what it takes, you know, whatever that is. What are some of the real hidden opportunities that we have as musicians, as singers, if we're going to invest in the time and the coaching to really do this thing and, and do it in a right way that doesn't waste our time or our energy. Absolutely. And I think that that is definitely a concern people have is that the time investment, the energy investment, the money investment, because in order to go on these shows, you know, if you get chosen to go to, let's say Los Angeles or Hollywood, there is a time commitment. There is a money commitment because you have to pause a job or leave a job. Now there, the shows, if you make it to that point, you do have, you know, quote unquote, a stipend or, you know, there is payment there, but that's 
kind of down the road, right? But, you know, let's, to answer your question in terms of the opportunities, I think the biggest thing that I, I really want to stress and impress on is that you do not have to make it to the end of the show for this to be a success or a win for you, right? Or even the top 10, because there are opportunities along the way that you can really leverage in your own careers. For example, if you make it to um, the executive producers round, right? So there's several different rounds before you start getting closer and closer to the actual judges, right? The celebrity judges. You have to remember that you're auditioning for an entertainment television show and perhaps you aren't right for this show, but you start auditioning for producers who have ties to other shows and they might think, hmm, they're not perfect for this show or even this season, or I already have someone like you on this season cast already, but I'm going to keep you in mind for next season, or I'm going to keep you in mind for this opportunity down the road. So that's one way that you can use the reality singing show platform to create opportunities and create momentum for yourself. The other way is simply through networking with people while you're auditioning on the show with other cast castmates with other contestants. I can't tell you how many artists I talk to who have been featured on these shows that tell me one of the one, like number one walk away, one of the biggest things that they got the entire show was the relationships, the relationships that they formed, not only with other contestants, but with producers on the show, crew on the show, and it, coaches on the show. You know, that was one of the biggest things that they got out of the experience because that turned into co-writes with other artists that turned into touring with other artists that turned into, you know, getting invited to their town, to their, you know, doing gigs with them. Like, so there's all of these, it's like a domino effect of opportunity when you go on these shows, even like, let's talk about press. You know, I, I mean, it's, it's really great. And it's much easier to get a podcast or a television, local television feature, or even a local magazine feature when you can say, you know, so-and-so from American Idol or so-and-so from The Voice or whatever it is. And not to say that you need those platforms. I'm just simply letting you know that it provides a bit of social proof for you that will get your foot in the door. And again, this is all about creating opportunities. You are not going on this show to become an overnight rich and famous sensation. You are going on this show to create an opportunity and to put yourself in a situation where you can meet people, you can leverage the reality show platform to get your music and your message out to millions of people. And that, in my opinion, is the number one reason why you shouldn't consider going on a show like this, because I honestly believe that it's a great opportunity for you to share your music impact, to really get your message and your story out there. And so when you're prepared and when you plan and you're strategic moving into it and you, in your focus, like, you know what the end goal is, then you can squeeze the most juice out of the experience. That's great. And I love that we're talking about creating an opportunity because 
I think a lot of times people think that this is the opportunity. Like the audition, the show itself is the opportunity. I remember when, you know, it kind of just started, like, I don't know what season or whatever we were in, but I mean, it was new, uh, kind of in the newer um, time period. Gosh, I don't even know when it was. Was it like 2009, 2010, or was it or even earlier than that? Time flies. Earlier. Yeah. Earlier, yeah. Season, season four of American Idol, which is the season I did, that was the year Carrie Underwood won. That was 2004, I believe, 2005. Yeah. So, I mean, it was... It was still a big thing because I had start, I started um, teaching in studio in 2010. That's why I'm kind of referencing like this timeline because I remember, you know, a lot of teenage girls would come in or even a lot of young adults would come in and I'd be like, well, what's your like big singing dream? And they're like, I want to be an American Idol so I can get discovered, you know? And I think that's the thing. Like if we do well, we automatically assume that our career is completely taken care of and then we don't have to do anything and they're going to do everything for us. And like, that's our quote unquote big break. (laughs) Can you speak to that a little? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. So, you know, I like to say that this show is more of a beginning than an end. So, you know, you go on the show, if you want to, if you want to say, Oh, this is the big opportunity. Well, then you blow the opportunity and you believe the lie, which by the way, I believed for years that, well, that was my last shot. I'm washed up. I didn't make it on idol or I didn't get to the round that I wanted to. I didn't win it. I didn't make it to the top 10, whatever, whatever you want to believe, you know, now my opportunity has gone. It's done. But that's a myth. That's a lie. Because what I realized is that that was not an end. That was a beginning because that was the start of me creating opportunities for myself moving forward and finding my path and creating my way, my unique way into the music industry, which, you know, took years. And obviously I don't want it to take years for, for listeners on this podcast, you know, which is why I talk about this so much because I wish I would have known all of the things about how to leverage your reality singing show experience in a way that can create momentum in in your music career and and ultimately create sustainability in your music career. Um, So yes, I I definitely want to just say that this is not the last opportunity. It is simply a beginning for you. Awesome. What about, well, I also want to hear any myths on your mind Um, But before we do that, I just have one more question. What if people are thinking, oh man, I'm not, I'm not good enough. Like I'm confident in what I'm doing. My music is pretty good. I've got some albums out. I'm, I'm comfortable like performing, but like, man, this is the voice, you know, like this is like the top of the top and I don't even think I'm good enough. So I'm like, "Ah, it's not worth it. What what are your thoughts? not worth my time. Well, the first thing would be you're closing an opportunity before you've even explored it. You're making the decision. You're, you're basically making the decision for yourself that it's not worth exploring. So you have to ask yourself, like you have to dig in and ask why, like, well, why do I feel this way? Why, 
you know, do I really feel this way or am I just trying to protect my heart? You know, am I just trying to protect myself from not getting rejected? Because, you know, I, you know, I love the whole thing. Like, I don't need a judge or a casting producer to tell me I'm good enough or I'm not good enough or, you know, whatever we're telling ourselves in our head, you know, but if you, if you are thinking, oh, this is just too big, then I also want to challenge you to think about, well, at the end of the day, you don't have to be the best singer in the room to make it on this show. In fact, there are so many singers out there that get turned away that are amazing. But what did they not do? They did not prepare their story or they did not present their performance in a compelling way or they weren't interesting on camera or guess what? They already had the country singer. So they're just not right for that season. It has nothing to do with their talent. They are amazing. It has everything to do with the fact that they're casting a show and they either already have someone who fits the bill or, you know, they're just not compelling for television. And, and, and that's okay. That has nothing to do with your talent. That has everything to do with the fact that it's an entertainment television show, you know? So I would also, you know, just to add to that, when I talk about your story and when I talk about your personality, those two things alone or together are equally as important as you presenting an awesome performance with the right song. So you have to have that, you have to have your song choice in check. You have to do a really great job at choosing a song that highlights your strengths. And you also have to be able to present a very clear and concise message and story. Because if you really look at the big picture of why you do what you do as an artist, as a musician, as a singer, what do you want to do? You want to make people feel, right? You want to make people feel something and you want to move them and you want to connect. The only way you're going to connect is by sharing a little piece of who you are. So you have to learn how to do that in a way that is, you know, effective and compelling and concise. I love that you use the word learn because I think a lot of people would immediately think, well, I'm not good on camera. I'm not very interesting. I don't really have a story to tell. And it seems like that's because, you know, you haven't really dived in or you haven't, you haven't really learned. Um, and this is something that Brianna does. And I mean, I'll just ask you, like in your experience, have you had clients that felt a little bit like this and then you know once they started working with someone to help them draw out you know what they needed to do to feel completely prepared could you talk about that transformation from like when when they started to like when they were feeling confident in what they had to present to the show absolutely and i actually love talking about this because i do work with clients inside their music careers helping them to essentially plan and focus where they're headed, how to get there, put all those moving pieces together with online business strategies. And one of the online business strategies I like to utilize is the use of sharing your story in, you know, when I, when the online part is going to be your messaging, whether it's your email list, whether it's social media, however you're sharing it. Right. So we put all of these pieces 
of the puzzle together. We put your marketing package succinctly together. And most importantly, we form your artist brand, right? And your artist brand message is your story. So when I say you can get on these reality singing shows and share your message, that's what I'm referring to. It's your story. It's, it's, it's why you do what you do. You want to make an impact. You want to, again, make people feel you want to connect with them. You want them to know they're not alone. You want, you want them to know that there's hope. You want to inspire. You want to make, you know, a difference. And you make a difference in people's lives when they feel connected to you. So one of my clients, Joe James, he recently learned, you know, we, we walked through, I have a whole, you know, strategy on putting together a succinct story for yourself. And um, I walk him through a bunch of prompts of how we're going to formulate it. And it's very personal. It's very authentic to, to you as the artist. One thing we talk about is to not share really deeply personal things that you're not ready to share. If you decide to go on a reality singing show and share this really tragic story that is still really painful for you, a lot of times that can do more damage than good because you have not fully healed. You are not ready to share that. And by the way, there might be people who, you know, see that and you might get a lot of hate on social media for sharing a story that's real to you that, you know, you weren't ready to share. So either way, if the hate happens, you have to be okay with it. Like if you've healed and you are ready to share that story, then when people hate on it, you could care less. You'll just be like, yeah, yeah, I expected that. Thank you. Thank, you know, you're just, you know, you're not crushed that they didn't receive your story because you've already made peace with it. It's part of, part of who you are. It's just an extension of who you are. You've moved on. If you're still living and breathing the pain of this tragic story and you decide to go on national, international television to millions of people sharing this story and you're not ready to share it, it could be very, very scary for you. So for Joe, what I learned while we were working together is that he had this amazing story that he had never told anyone. The only person that knew this story was his wife and his parents. It, it shocked me. He had been performing for years. I couldn't even believe it. Did he and, think at the time, I'm just so curious, did he think at the time that it was anything amazing or just he didn't have it unearthed yet and really needs your guidance to kind of like dig, dig deeper? Yes. So he didn't realize, it, he, just, he just thought it was just another thing you know and it was so it was the fact that he grew up um battling with childhood obesity he was a really really big kid growing up and eventually he figured out a way to lose the weight but he did it in a really unhealthy way so it went from being you know obese to then being like anorexic because he went the opposite extreme and then transitioned to finding a way to finally be healthy at a healthy weight, eating healthy, you know, healthy habits, all these things. He never ever wanted to talk about that because he didn't see how that was relevant to his music career. He didn't see how it would be relevant to connect with others. So when he's sharing this information with me, it, it's, it's a transformation that he experienced, right? 
But that transformation is part of who he is as a person. And part of who you are as a person is reflected in your art and is reflected in your music and your sound and, and everything you do as a musician and as an artist. So that was an authentic story to him that he had made peace with, that he you know, had never thought about sharing, but he realized, oh my God, this is a huge part of who I am. He made the bold move to share it. He did a post on social media. It was, it was, he had something like 350 comments within the first 24 hours. Um, it, it was just so much love. You know, it was really incredible, but he also used, he found a way to tell this story in a way that was concise and compelling. And that wasn't, let me just preface or say this. It wasn't like, oh, it wasn't like, woe is me or, oh, I'm a you know, victim or it wasn't like that. He told it in an empowering way. So it's important if you're, if you're telling your story and sharing your message as a way to ignite hope and inspiration, you know, put it in a way that's going to uh, encourage others to know that, hey, I went through this. If you're going through this, you're going to be fine too. You're going to make, you know, you're going to be okay as well. So presenting, you know, their story in a way that's, that provides hope. And so he used his story to leverage uh, his audition at The Voice. And he, you know, his story was really fantastic. He did an incredible job on The Voice. He was uh, on The Voice season 17. And they showed his reel uh, on The Voice. And he got a ton of new fans from that experience. And, and these are fans that, you know, supported a, you know, $8,000 crowdfunding campaign for his album. And who are eager to, to, you know, consume his music and buy his merch and support his career because they love Joe. So, you know, again, another way that you can leverage these reality singing shows to do really great stuff, to share your message, to provide hope, but then also to create new fans and make an impact and have those fans supporting your career. Yeah, that's great. Like, I'm just thinking about it and I just, I think I just realized like how many people watch these types of shows and how great the possibility is that you'll just, you can gather, get a lot of fans from your story and how that can, maybe just that one opportunity that you've chosen this auditioning for a show, just that one opportunity gives you the leverage and the confidence to now be able to make an impact on this audience and use your audience to just do what you what you love and it could be sustaining from even that one opportunity like maybe you have so many new fans that when you put out an album like such a percentage buys it and and you're you're good like you can exist doing what you love from just like this one opportunity and sharing your message. I never thought about it like that, you know, before. And oh, there, there might be some myths about like, you know, like, oh, I don't, I, I can't. We did a Facebook Live, you guys, and it was so good in my group, Star Singers. So I might be repeating myself, but man, I think a lot of people just think, oh, like, this is going to get me discovered. Like, <laughs> you know, this is going to be my break. But it sounds like you're talking about you can use these opportunities to like then own your own stuff and like be in charge of your own career because you've 
you've used this platform to your, at your advantage because you were prepared. Absolutely. And th that's exactly it. I always say like, okay, now it's time to like be a boss, like be a boss of your artist business. I have a, a great uh, story to share on another voice contestant. She was on season 15. Her name is Katrina Kane. And she's fantastic as well. Katrina was a session singer for years. She's beautiful. She's very kind. She's actually very introverted. And so when you look at Katrina, because she's so beautiful, you think to yourself, there's no way that this woman could be introverted because she's so gorgeous. You just have these, you know, your own perceptions of what they must, what their personality must be like. Well, she had never, she, she literally would say, you know, I did not have the confidence to do my own music. Like she'd been songwriting for years, but she did not have the confidence to be Katrina Kane, the artist. She went on this show. She did very well. She got on, you know, one of the teams and America fell in love with her. And exactly what you're just saying happened to her where suddenly they wanted music from Katrina Kane, the artist, and it gave her the confidence to really own her brand and be the boss of Katrina Kane. So now she's, it's just a beautiful thing. She's doing her own music. She's providing, um, you know, she has a ton of fans who, who love her stuff. And this was, you know, a gift that she got from her experience on, on a reality singing show. Yeah. Are there any other myths at the top of your mind that you think really prevent artists from using this opportunity to audition on a reality TV show? You know, I think that the biggest myth is, you know, a lot of people think reality shows are fake. Like, oh, reality singing shows are fake. They're scripted, you know, that type of thing. And look, some reality shows are scripted. Like if you're going on The Bachelor or, you know, you know, obviously they're real people, but there's an I was wondering of it. about that. Yeah, yeah. There, there's an element of it that they're like, no, say it this way or, you know. And you might find it in interviews, you know, that maybe their producers want you to, you know, take a different spin on something or whatnot. But ultimately, they are not asking you to be someone that you're not, to say things that you don't want to say. This is why it's so important that you are prepared and that you do have a plan going into these reality singing shows so that you can be very true to your convictions when you go onto these shows and just be who you are. And if you know who you are, who you are as an artist, who you are as a person, before you go into these shows, then you, you're not going to fall into the trap of suddenly feeling like, oh, they made me say that or, you know, oh, you know, whatever, whatever happens, because that could happen if you're not clear on your plan and what you're there to do and who you are. Um, also, you know, a good friend of mine was an editor on... American Idol for 11 seasons. And, you know, I had interviewed him for my book and for my online course. And he was telling me, he goes, look, these producers want, if they could have 20 singers winning the show and going off to have success, they would love that. Like they want these contestants to have success. They are not trying to throw them for a loop or, you know, turn them into, you know, these villains or whatnot. They it's going to look good on the show when contestants have success 
after the show. So keep that in mind that these shows are not fake. They're full of interesting, real people. However, it is entertainment. So there is that element of it. And it's not for everyone. These reality singing shows are not for everyone. So if you're not into to being on camera and entertaining people, then maybe this isn't for you. And that's okay too. Yeah, totally. Or maybe you are making an assumption there and you've never done it. And since you've never done it, you just don't know. And maybe with a little bit more experience and guidance, you might be like, oh, well, this is a little easier than I thought it would be. I'm actually having more fun than I, than I thought. So giving it, giving it a chance might be, I mean, if, at the worst, it's an amazing experience that you'll remember for the rest of your life. And so that's great. So let's say we do kind of want to get started. We don't really know where to start. We want to get the ball rolling. Um, how can we find you and learn more about you and um, get, the, yeah, get an audition? Awesome. So I can be found on social media at Brianna Relas Music. So it's at B-R-I-A-N-N-A Relas, R-U-E-L-A-S Music. And my website is briannarellismusic.com. I have a brand new book coming out, which by the time this podcast comes out, it's probably going to be out. It's called Make Reality TV Your Reality, Crush Your Reality Singing Show Audition, and Ignite Your Music Career. Whoa. That Wait, when is that out, coming out? That comes out Tuesday, August 25th. That's, that's when we're releasing the podcast episode. We didn't when you're listening there. to this today, the book <sighs> is out. And Congrats! by the way, if you're listening to this on launch day, then you're going to get the ebook for only 99 cents. So go get that. It's going to cool. be really awesome. Where can awesome. we do that? So go to amazon.com and search make reality TV, your reality or my name, Brianna Drellas, and you will find that book and you can download it for 99 cents. That is awesome. Yes. And, and the, and the, um, online course as well. So for those who are really, who are ready to get the support and dive right in, then definitely check out the online course, which um, you can learn more about that from my website uh, or DM me. Um, also, I have a really fantastic private mastermind group on Facebook called Reality Music TV. Um, God, Reality TV Singers, or I don't think it's singers. Isn't that horrible? It's it's reality, it's reality TV music mastermind is what it's called. The reality. Oh, that's TV awesome. Music mastermind. It's yeah, it's a mastermind community of, of other hopeful contestants and also past contestants. I have some past contestants in there as well. So you'll have networking, you'll have community, but you'll also have monthly expert trainings and live Q and A's with me. So it's a membership. You can either do an annual membership or you can opt for the monthly membership. But you can search that and get more info on Facebook when you search Reality TV Music Mastermind. That is so awesome. And if you are listening in real time, if you're listening the day this comes out, Brianna and I are doing a free training on August 27th at, is it noon Central Standard Time? And can you tell us a little bit about what we're doing? Because these bonuses are going to be awesome. Because I know we have a lot of subscribers that listen, like, right when the episode comes out. 
if if you're if that's not you i'm sorry you missed out go go and look at those other things maybe we'll have an evergreen link but if you're awesome and you're subscribed, that means you're listening today. So can you tell us about these free, this free training that we have? Absolutely. I'm psyched. Oh, I know. It's, it really is. I'm super psyched. So my masterclass is going to be Crush Your Reality Show, Singing Show Audition, Build Your Brand, even if you don't know where to start. And I'm going to be going over three points on how you can develop a plan to get started the right way, how you can design a powerful audition strategy so that you can get seen, get noticed, and get that yes, and how you can blow up your platform using their platform. Again, this is a beginning, not an end. So I'm super pumped about that, and everyone who registers is actually gonna get a free audition checklist, which has my clear points on how to craft your story. So it's got prompt questions in there that are gonna help you really start putting together a cohesive, effective story that's gonna get that audition edge for you, and lastly, you're going to get a free ebook of my first bestseller, Performing Artist Pathway. So just for registering, you're going to get the free ebook of Performing Artist Pathway. You're going to get my free reality singing show audition checklist and a free masterclass. It's going to be amazing. So I'm super pumped. Wow. So we really are making it a no-brainer for you to sign up for this. And even if you're just, you know, want to learn more about it, like you're getting your feet wet, you're like, look, I never really... I never really thought about this as an opportunity, but you know what? It sounds kind of cool and I'm excited to learn more. Then definitely join us. I'll leave the link in the show notes. Thank you so much, Brianna. Is there anything else that's on your mind before, before we sign off? Yeah, you know, I would just say that if you're someone who's interested in going on a reality singing show, there's a ton of resources for you. This book is going to be pretty awesome for you as a support. There's nothing out there like this, which is why I wrote it, because I am super passionate about not only giving you a support for your reality singing show audition, but I'm super passionate about encouraging people to like enjoy their life and create a life that they love and like be fired up. So I just wanna encourage you to like never quit keep going. I thought my career was over 16 years ago when my idol audition ended or my idol experience ended. And I was so wrong. It's not even funny. So I just want to continue to encourage you and just tell you to go for it and get the support you need. You cannot do this alone. I mean, you can, but it's a lot more fun and you're going to be a lot more effective when you get support. So whatever that looks like for you, I encourage you to get the support and I encourage you to keep pressing. You've got this. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been great. Thank you so much for having me, Tiffany. I adore you. I love your podcast. I love your Facebook group and I love everything you do. And by the way, thank you for being an amazing expert contributor inside my book and inside my course. Oh, thank you so much. I'm excited. I was thinking the other day, I was like, wow, this could be like a, a night, like a really cool book, you know? And I'm like, whoa, what if I like, cause this book I feel like is going to like blow up and it's just so niche and awesome. You know, I'm like, wow, like I could be a quote in a book. That's so, <laughs> that's like, that's like doing 
awesome. Like what if, I mean, can, this book can be on the best New York Times bestseller list, right? Let's go. I don't go. even know about let's, books. Let's do let's it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do this. Because you can get done. your free copy today and then write a review, right? Yeah. And we can make it happen. That's right. Write a review. Go, go download it on Amazon and write a review so more people can discover it. Awesome. That's do it. But that's how that's how we're gonna end this. Hope Yay. you have a great well, one. Thank you for having me, Tiffany. Thank you so much for choosing to hang out with me today. You are amazing for pursuing your dreams and becoming the star singer that you were meant to be. You can join the Star Singer movement by leaving a rating and review on iTunes or sharing this episode on IG Stories. Leaving a rating and sharing this episode helps this podcast get seen by way more singers just like you. And that is creating a massive impact in one of the giant goals of this podcast, which is eliminating fear, anxiety, and non-productive competition from the music industry and helping to create a new music industry for singers based on collaboration, love, and making a difference and a real impact with your music.